This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. We have exciting news. I just found out yesterday literally 24 hours ago, that Marriage Therapy Radio now has over 1 million downloads, which is insane. It blows my mind. And of course, we couldn't have done it without you. Uh, We really appreciate you and are glad that you're listening to us. Today, we are talking about betrayal and infidelity uh, because of a listener question. We're also talking about Hamilton. And coincidentally, uh, Hamilton is full of betrayal and infidelity. So it's a cool conversation. Stick around. Hi. Thank you so much for your patience, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we trade. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was just thinking about that, how I'm so demanding of you. I'm like, okay, Zach, time to go. Let's do this right here. Come on, time, time to go. And then like the moment where I can't show up for podcasts, I'm kind of like, come on now, just have a little grace for me. (laughs) I do. The hard part for me is like, you'll ask me a question and I'll write you back like one minute later Mm -hmm. and you, and you don't respond for like two days. Well, yeah, I think. And then you're going to say something like, this is what you're going to say. <laughs> well, usually you text me at like midnight and I'm half asleep and I'm going to Well, that didn't happen. It was like 7.02 PM. Can we meet some other time? Yeah. Yes. Uh, How about this time? Yeah. I am going to go ahead and I'm going to claim that my son has been using my phone and has learned how to swipe and he's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'm going to say I've been in a camper van and out of uh cell service a lot. That part yeah. that part's true, but yeah, I actually never saw your text. Want want. But here's what's going on in my world. But here's what that means. That means you asked me a question and never cared what my answer was. But to be fair, Zach, I do send text messages and then it's crickets for a day and a half. You don't always respond back immediately. That did happen. I think if we keep, if I think if we go down this road, I'm going to win. So you might just want to <laughs> throw up the white flag. Oh gosh! So here's what's happening in my life. I'm packing up the camper van, and we are going on an 18 day, 18 day odyssey. Right on. Um, we're just looking to contract some corona going across state yeah. lines. That's that's a venture we're going after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we went away. I tell you, we went away. Did we talk about this? Mm, we went to Friday Harbor. No, you didn't talk about this. Where did you, what were you doing in Friday Harbor? Just, uh, being away. Was this while the, your girls were gone? Was this your like date yeah. with your wife? Yeah. We just went away for like two nights and rode mopeds and ate yummy seafood and what's that like? Sampled wine. What's it like? Yeah. To just be two people without children on a vacation. It was crazy. The harder part, frankly, was. Like we, we loved it. I mean, we, we got along great for 10 days. The harder part was as soon as the girls came home days, they were gone for 10 days. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have like a gaggle of children in the womb by now. That's a long time. It takes nine months to make, to, to, to have a baby. (laughs) You're, you're special. Um, Hey, the, the hardest part was when the girls came home, Rebecca and I immediately hated each other. Yeah. It was like, it was like, 
we got into parenting competitions. We both were just, I think we both were overwhelmed by the, um, the new, the energy that yeah. came back into the house. Yeah. Like our house doubled in size for a while. That's what you said. And then all of a sudden, made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like small again. Mm-hmm. And we were having to watch new girl all the time. And Abby was singing every third lyric to Hamilton, which came out the following, you know, two days later, <laughs> it was like, good grief. Somebody please just cut me some slack. I love I just saw a meme recently. If you're a new girl, if you've ever watched New Girl, and it says, um, I believe now or I understand now how people didn't understand that Clark Kent and Superman were the same person. If you've ever seen Zoe Deschanel without glasses and bangs. And that made me laugh yeah. so hard. If, if those of you who know who we're talking about, speaking of television shows, Zach, we're getting ready to do another Vanity Fair shoot, which is super, That's true. super cool. I got my hair cut, so I'm looking fresh and fly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'll get my Botox all injected into my forehead. So I have zero expressions. <laughs> yeah. And I just might shave that day. Oh like, yeah. 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 That hey, by the good. way, because I mentioned it, um, this is a fun trivia. Oh, and it's actually on topic today, isn't it? Hmm. Because I mentioned it and because it's an interesting thought experiment, um, you know, Hamilton just came out on Disney Plus, so you can watch the pro shot, which means you get to look at the original Broadway production from, cool. you know, uh, through an edited creation that becomes a movie. It's really, really wonderful to look at. But um, here's a thought experiment, which is the central couple in the in the play is Alexander Hamilton and, and Eliza, his wife. And I like asking people this question, which is what is Alexander's biggest betrayal of Eliza. Yeah. Cause, um, you and I don't need to debate it right now, but it's, um, it's a central theme, Alexander betraying Eliza, but it's interesting to hear people's kind of hot take on it. So give a little background for for those who don't know the story because it, I don't want to. Well, Alexander Hamilton is this, uh, you know, a young and up up and coming rock star politician during the revolution. And, He's really committed to like creating this new country and also wants to raise his own like status or profile. So, you know, while he's building the country alongside Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and these other guys, he's also get he also gets married Mm -hmm. um, to Eliza and Eliza has two sisters. And um, so but there's a lot of his his sort of mania kind of is probably the main character of the show, like mm-hmm. his just kind of hyperactivity. And, and, uh, I really do think it's a little bit of mania, but, um, mm. certainly in the way it's portrayed, but, but Eliza is, I think actually the main character of the, of the play. Interesting. Um, and, uh, so her story is the one that you kind of create the most empathy for. And yet you still, the, the debate about who is, um, uh, you know, who is, uh, you know, what, what's the biggest betrayal is worth thinking about, uh, particularly because it reveals your own lens. Cause there's a sexual betrayal. There's a financial betrayal. There's an emotional betrayal. There's a, mm-hmm. a, a work betrayal there. You know, there's lots of things that Eliza endures mm-hmm. in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting I think question. It's really interesting. That could be for our listeners. If you have watched it or if it, maybe that'll be a date night, like go on Disney plus watch and then have the conversation of what's the biggest betrayal. 
Yeah. So, be careful though. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. So here's <laughs> here's why this is on topic because we had a, a question from a listener that came in. Our listener is doing like many listeners have done, which is um, going back and listening to old episodes. So this is an old episode that was talking about a break of trust. And he says he's struggling with his wife's affair. He's lost all trust. He thinks that she's semi-continuing the affair since it all came out. And I'm kind of curious what that means to semi-continue the affair, because to me, betrayal is betrayal. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, My wife has made me feel as if everything has happened because of me. I love her more than anything on this planet. We have also have a two-year-old daughter. She says things have stopped, but I have gone into a major detective mode which is super common and has found or seen uh, reasons to believe that it's still going on. Heartbroken, sick to my stomach, don't know what the answers or what to do. Everything started and continued through social media, which she's super into and posting pictures all the time, Snapchat and all that, all that stuff calls her immediate social media queen. I need help. What to do? Um, I think the first thing that I find really interesting and, and maybe a question for those of you is, he says she's semi-continuing the affair, the affair. And we talk about affairs as betrayals, sort of re- relabeling them. And what you were just talking about with Eliza is that there has been a sexual affair or a sexual betrayal, a financial betrayal, a um, work betrayal, emotional betrayal, anything else? Any other betrayals? I mean, there's the there's a kind of a parenting fail, a huge parenting fail that is that yeah. qualifies as a betrayal. I mean, there's yeah, there's lots. I mean, but the again, it's the theme, right? Yeah. So when he says she's semi continuing the affair, what I'm wondering is really what that means. My assumption is that he's he says his wife is having an affair, and I'm guessing that she met this person through social media or initially started that sort of contact through social media, kind of like that slippery slide of crossing boundaries and mm-hmm. chatting. And then I'm going to make the assumption that it was a sexual affair and that he says she's semi-continuing the affair, which I'm going to assume means that maybe she has cut off physical contact, but has not cut off emotional contact. This is, I'm just filling in the blanks here. Yeah. But. Well, I think, I think um, my brain's been doing some weird things lately in terms of like trying to, especially with clients, trying to kind of teach, but also like meta, like, like do therapy, but also do teaching, like kind of meta sort of thing. Okay. So um, it, this is what my brain is doing right now, which is the, the this idea that there's a that there's a semi continuance. It, it needs to be understood not through the uh, the not through the verb or not through the word affair, but through the word betrayal. Mm-hmm. Because um, and that and I what I when I have if this was in my office, what I would say is you, we have to wrap our heads around this because if we start to debate how often she texts this guy whether or not he they saw each other a month ago a year ago mm-hmm. whether or not she's just talking about fantasy football like that's all wrong that's none of that is relevant okay what's relevant is he's having an experience of not being able to trust his wife and she's not doing the work to bring to close that gap mm. um and so that's the part that is like really challenging because yeah. I always, always, always say, and you know, she's making it seem like everything's about me. Well, affairs don't happen in a vacuum. That's just right. true. Right. And, um, and, but what does happen is there's a breach where person a is able then to say to person B, I don't trust you. Right. And the work for the couple is for person B to become more trustworthy, but it's also for person a to 
build their capacity for trust, mm. which takes risk. And, yeah. um, and, you know, going into detective mode isn't going to help that. I don't think. Well, uh, I mean, I, here's, here's what I think. I think it's supernatural and normal that he goes into detective mode because he's been played a fool, which is sort of what a lot of, a lot of people have said when they have been betrayed is that, and this was fascinating. I'm actually re-listening. I'm listening because I find that I've, I read Shirley Glass's book multiple times, mostly on vacation poolside. And the book is called Not Just Friends. But I find that I take information in differently. So now I'm listening to Shirley Glass's book and I'm hearing information in a different way. And one thing that she said is most people don't find out about the affair. Most people affairs happen for in most relationships and they go under the radar. And so most people are completely un unaware that something's going on. And when they find out. And then the person says, his, maybe his wife says, I've cut everything off. And the relationship was through social media. Um, of course, he's going to go into detective mode because he doesn't want to be played a fool. So mm. I, I understand why he's doing that. And he has found reasons to believe that it mil may still be going on. So that's just reinforcing that he can't trust her. It's reinforcing that he has to do the detective work. So what's going to... Okay, so... Uh, so what alternative do I provide or what alternative is there for him? I think the building your capacity for trust alternative is, Hey babe, like this thing has really, um, rocked my world and it's forced me to begin to, uh, snoop around and go mm -hmm. into places that affirm your lack of trustworthiness. Yeah. And again, I, I can rattle this stuff off cause I yeah. do this for a living, but, um, and I don't know that this is how I would actually say it in real life to my wife mm -hmm. if it was us, but, but it's like, I, I need you to know that I'm, I'm vigilant about paying attention to the, this, this story. And mm -hmm. that my goal is to, is to be, is to build my capacity for trust, but I need your help. Right is the opposite of like going into detective mode where okay. I don't need your help. And, so, and in fact, screw you. I'm going to go, I'm going to decipher your passwords and, um, and I'm going to find out some stuff and you don't even, cause I'm, I'm loaded for bear now. Okay. So I get it. There's, uh, I get, I'm not saying that his detectiveness is right. I'm saying I understand why he's doing it. Oh, of but course. Yeah. The alternative is then to go to your wife and say, I want to build my capacity for trust. Let's do this together. Let's yeah, I make, need your help. let's, I need your help. So here's what I would love. I would love for us to just sit down and I would love for us to go through. I want you to show me your social media rather than me going snooping. That's what I would say. I need your help. You, you don't agree. I don't know. I mean, um, I think again, it's going to kind of come down to the personalities that are in, uh, at, you know, at the table. I mean, take me through your social media. That's like, um, that's like asking somebody to take you through Disneyland and they just show you all their favorite rides, you know, <laughs> it's like, Oh, see, there's nothing here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Um, it's more like, can you give me like 30 days of like reprieve. Could you just shut down social media for like 30 days so that we can kind of reset our feet and get, find our balance again. I'm mm -hmm. not asking you to delete your profiles. I'm not asking you to, I'm just saying for like just about a month while we're trying to navigate this, these waters. Yeah. Can you give me some relief from the mental gymnastics that I do every time your phone buzzes, right? Every time it goes ding. And I wonder mm -hmm. if it's the guy, maybe we can take that part out of the equation. Yeah. Um, which would be really cool. 
I mean, that would be really great. That's if the person is really wanting to do that. I find that there are often couples where, you know, they're, they're on the fence. Like if these, if this couple was coming to me in the office and they're saying, yes, you know, we are post affair. I have given up my relationship with this person. And then he says, but I've been snooping and I see that you're still continuing contact. And it's sort of We're like, back to square one. Where, yeah. Where do you go from there? If you have, if you continue to break, the hard part is I think that there needs to be really clear boundaries where he says, look, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not in this, like, I'm not in this. If you're going to continue to have this relationship with someone and you say, I'm going to cut it off, I'm going to cut it off. And then you don't, how long does that person wait around for and say, it's me or this other person? Cause he says, I love her more than anything on this planet is what the, this person said. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, again, it comes down to the couple because at some level, um, I mean, I don't know if you've had this, I sure have, where couples are in my office doing therapy, the partner who's involved with someone else is still involved. Right. That is known. Yep. And the, the, the harmed partner is still waiting. Yeah. Is waiting. Now, some people would say that therapy is not effective. Couples therapy is not effective in that setting. Right. And that may be true, but it's at that level, you're still talking about discernment. Like Mm -hmm. what's the, um, you know, what is it that I'm working on? or that we're working on together mm-hmm. that I don't know. I always find that really interesting. And I just say always to the, uh, to the involved partner, I was like, you know, we can do this. You can still sort this out. I mean, she's still waiting yeah. for you, yeah. but we can't do the relationship while you're still dating this other person. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That just not, so it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think, you know, what that comes down to or what that signals anyway, is that people have different capacities for tolerating betrayal. Mm-hmm. Right. Eliza had a lot. Yeah. Um, and she, she did it because she loved this guy and, and she also delivered consequences upon him and their relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think, you know, it's, it's kind of a cop out to say everyone is a unique case, but in every single case, person B needs to build their capacity for trust and person A needs, I'm sorry, person B needs to be more trustworthy Mm -hmm. and person A needs to build their capacity for trust. Yeah. And they can only do that together. Oh, it is just a sticky thing. Um, listening to this book that I'm reading, talking about there's really two of, I know, I know. <laughs> Why do you laugh at me? Because I always go back to this joke, uh, a Mindy Kaling joke from The Office, I think it was, where she says, I read it in a book I listened to one time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in a book I read one time or something like that. And the, the joke itself is pristine, but um, yeah. it just makes me chuckle every time you say yeah, it. Because I know. I've actually started to do audiobooks um, because I've been walking a lot more. So I just put on an audiobook and I go walking. Yeah, that's good. I've I'm loving a, it. I've had a really hard time. And now I'm going to get off topic here, but I have had a really hard time um, reading. And I, I kind of find... Like sometimes I go through these waves and I wouldn't call it like a mania or whatever, but I consume everything I possibly can. And I'm like mm. onto the next book, onto the next book. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm doing all my personal gro- growth and I have not been working out. I haven't been running. I haven't been listening to podcasts. I think it's the Hollis divorce. The Hollis divorce mm. has got me down. I don't um, know anything about that. That was my joke. Well, that's okay. But Kanye West is running for president. No, he's not. <laughs> We're going to have Kim Kardashian as our first lady. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, we don't need to go down. We don't need to go down that road. We have intentionally um, avoided all political conversation for two and a half years, and I don't feel any reason to begin again. Yeah, yeah, we are good. Well, is there are any pieces of advice for for this listener? I would say, um, well, a, I mean, I feel go for at you. it together. Yeah, and and the B is somehow you have to raise the level of conversation. Um, right now, it sounds like there's a lot of it happening in isolation, including emailing us, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. be really cool. If he it'd be really different, perhaps if his wife was copied on that email and they were trying to navigate this together, you know, like, yeah. um, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know anything about her, but you, okay. Let me put it this way. Um, I happen to believe that often things are stronger after they're broken than they were before they were broken. Yes, I agree. So in this case, the only way that's going to become stronger is if they do it together. Mm-hmm. And the longer they stay in their silos, including detective mode, yeah, the the longer they're gonna they're gonna delay the opportunity to become stronger together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like to be to be really direct with the responses. Number one, go about it together. Um, like what you had said about being going into detective mode instead of being detective, have a conversation about maybe, maybe you're done with social media or there are some people who will combine accounts. I always wonder when I see someone who has like John and John and Jane, uh, social media account, like, Ooh, what happened there? Do you guys really yeah. have <laughs> tough times? And what, yeah. somebody demanded to be a part of that, um, <laughs> Go about that together. I think that you have a two-year-old daughter and this is not something that I think you should navigate by yourself. There's two struggles going back to what I I was listening to. um, (laughs) Two major struggles that are some of the most difficult for couples therapists to work through. And that's abuse in the relationship and affairs in the relationship. And Oh my gosh, I love working with affairs. Sorry, I'm going to trump that because I, I, I I love, love, love working with affairs because it's, it's like, all right. Slate, we, slate clean. Now we get to do something. Yeah. Abuse is a lot harder. The other thing I hate, you know what I hate the most? Mm, narcissism. Whatever. No, blended families. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hardest. Thanks to our buddy, Beth Wiley. We just send all of our blended families to Beth. There you go, mm-hmm. girl. You take them. If you haven't listened to that episode, Beth Wiley is fabulous with step families. That's uh She's she is a child that looks like could be her her sibling. She's a stepmom. And did yeah. you say did you say the thing you were trying to say before well, I cut you off? Are you is that important to you to not I cut just, me I, off? I value your voice and I want you to <laughs> want to lift it up and put it forward. You're so full of shit. We've just had so many people who have commented on the fact that you talk over me. And we just want to make it known that I talk over Zach just as much as he talks over me. He just, as a man, probably thinks his his voice is more important than me. Totally. totally. Yeah. We tried explaining to my son what white privilege was and that just, uh, that whole, oh, I'm back into politics. Never mind. Never mind. Um, But that was an interesting conversation for a five-year-old. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation for a 17-year-old. I mean, my daughter's been working on institutional racism for 85 years, and so she's got it all figured out. Figured out? Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> so she just she lets me know on the regular. 
Oh gosh. Um, I hope that this has been helpful and probably not. This is just this is like me getting ready to go on vacation and squeezing Zach, squeezing me in is just the, quite the gentleman. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Have a great, great trip. <laughs> a great trip in my camper for 18 days with a kid and it's a gonna dog be, it's and gonna a be husband. Fun. You guys are going to have a great time. Yeah. Except for I ran over my son's bike in my truck on, and that's what we're going to go do is do a whole lot of biking. So I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I, his wheel is like in half, just folded it right in half. Jeez. Yeah. Make a five-year-old cry. Say that thing about the plane. What about the, oh, you want to land it? Let's land. Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. I have a joke. <laughs> I have a joke for you. Dad joke. Are you ready? Lord. Do you want to hear yeah. a joke about a joke about a pizza? Do I want to hear a joke about a pizza? Yeah. Sure. I can't. It's too cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to. I recorded my my godson saying this joke. I was out to dinner. I had some friends come and uh, and we're sitting there and he's three and he's like telling me a joke. And I said, whoa, let me record this because I'm going to play it on the podcast for Zach. So um, maybe we'll roll. It's so much better when he says this. So maybe we'll roll the footage of me recording this while sitting at an outdoor table in Bend, Oregon for dinner. It's socially distancing. Yeah, we were definitely six feet away from anybody. All right, dude. Landing it. Bye. You want to hear a joke about pizza? Yes. Sorry, it's too cheesy. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. For some of our newer listeners, if you haven't already gone to iTunes and given us a review and your honest, positive feedback, we would love for you to do that. You actually have to hop on to iTunes and go to our podcast in order to leave us five stars and a review about how Zach talks over me all the time, but you still love us. Thank you so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.